Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, live from Prairie Gardens, and this is Coffee with the Plant Experts. Join us if you can in the store. We are at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can call in. The number is 356-9397, 356-WDWS, or even text us your questions at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgar. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Megan Reynolds. Good morning, Tamara. And let's introduce the one and only host of our show, Mr. Ed Kelly. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, everybody. Hey, um, Ed. Hey. Good morning, Ed. Hey, good, good morning, morning, Ed. Good morning, Megan. I, I saw the forecast and I thought with a yard sale still in progress, that's mm. 71% off, and it looks like no rain through Wednesday with high in the 80s, um, it's just not going to get much better than that right at the start of August. So You're what right. a great uh, gardening opportunity to be outside in, in decent weather. Don't oh, me. yeah. You know, totally. it's only like 64 right now. Going to be 79 today. Yeah. It's yeah. just perfect. Yeah, and uh, of course, this the dog days, this is the time of year when you don't expect to get outside really that much. But, um, all right, this is Coffee with the Plant Experts, 356-9397, 356-9397. We'd love to talk to you this morning. A um, couple of notes. Um, I was on the Prairie Garden website this morning. And uh, you, if you haven't been there, you should go just go look at it. All you need is prairiegardens.com, and you go there. Um, they, if you click blog, you'll see ten examples of fairy gardening, Ooh. which are beautiful. That's under, so go to prairiegardens.com, blog, and then you'll get those. The reason I mention this is. I think a lot of the time when we've talked about fairy gardens, we've talked about large ones outside, and we've all seen some of those that are amazing. But most or all of the examples um, in the blog section are much smaller and much more manageable. In containers, uh, yeah. Well, there's, yeah, Marianne, there's one in a bird bath. Uh, Ooh, how fun. Where you could even pick up the, you know, if you needed the whole thing to get 360 work on it or you could just turn it i guess but um and then there's one in a wagon so i guess i was just saying to encourage people that uh those don't necessarily have to be some enormous project they can be i think the smallest one was the first one and it showed uh, one of those early kind of campers that you would see people pull very small but slept to and then uh you know a little camp site uh, mixed in with that and the plantings were very carefully chosen so anyway uh if you're looking for a hobby or something to mess with the you know around with the kids uh, that looked like a great idea and some of them like i said are very simple they're, they're not all that complicated so that's exactly right and you can do them with house plants and have them indoors all the time mm-hmm. how Absolutely. fun yeah yeah hey uh, well, jeanette good morning hey good morning how Hi. are you guys doing we're doing well so far but it's early jeanette It is, isn't it? What a beautiful day. So um, thank you for taking my call. I have a a couple questions. Um, Quick one first. So when would you recommend starting putting the systemic um, bug killer in the soil of your containers to get them ready to bring back in the house in the fall? 
Good question. That is a good question. It I was sure just, is. I just was thinking about that. I, I was looking at the bugs flying around my house plants outdoors. And I think, well, why don't I just put it in now? I'll get rid of one whole generation uh-huh. before I even get started on the, the inside process. So, Jeanette, if you do it now, you'll have protection outdoors. I mean, you, it, it works outdoors, too. And then when you get ready to take them in, you'll be ready to put on another application. Yeah, it's a it's a great time to do it. Yeah, uh, because I believe it's about eight week. Uh, exactly time that, and it, it, that it, it's effective. It's so. only eight weeks before we'll have to start thinking about it. Oh, oh, it I can yeah. hardly that think would be about the it. end of September, and yeah, just that would be good. You get another blast, another application. You know, as you're starting to move stuff inside. Yeah, and that way you're getting rid of another whole generation or two of, of whatever critter that you're trying to eliminate. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's great protection outdoors too. Okay, great. Okay, so now this is my dilemma of choosing what I'm going to bring back in and deal with um, in the fall and through winter. Okay, this is my third year um, bringing my hibiscus plants in and out, Mm -hmm. and they have just not bloomed. They didn't bloom hardly at all last year. Here it is, August. I've had like one bloom on one of them. The other two, I can't even tell you what colors they are because I can't remember the last one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, We've been there, good. done that. <laughs> yeah. And so so last year I tried trimming them down a lot before I brought them in. And they wintered over excellent. And I trimmed them again before I brought them back out because they grew so much in the house um, to get them in and out of the door. So I don't know if any recommendations you have for making them beautiful the next year would be great well uh so so they haven't actually been blooming for you this summer is that right is that what you're telling yeah correct that's too bad yeah it is uh have you did you uh repot them from the original containers into something larger yes Uh, three years ago they they went into much bigger tubs okay that's good so during the growing season where, where we have the highlight levels, uh, which is usually, you know, April through September, that's kind of follows the, follows the sun levels, uh, it's a great time to be fertilizing. Uh, and I don't know if you're fertilizing them at all or what you're using. Yeah, um, miracle grow, but honestly, I'm kind of stingy with it. So okay. if they're heavy eaters, I probably am starving them. So, so what's happened with with them? Uh, if you use the balance Miracle Grow, uh, sometimes you'll get a lot of uh, vegetative growth yep. as opposed to getting blooms. Uh, I might suggest there is another one that's that has a little bit higher phosphorus level, and uh, it's called Bloom Booster, Booster. Uh, or Rosenbloom. Uh, it's a granular. Uh, you might try that and. I think that might get you some more blooms. Just, just by and large, tropicals need more, more feeding to make them bloom more. So, you know, we're watering them constantly. Anything mm-hmm. in a container, actually. So you're just uh, washing nutrients out of the pot continuously. So it really does make tropicals bloom more if you use more fertilizer. And I, I think when you use that, like you said, John, the the balanced, it has a, a higher nitrogen mm-hmm. uh, content. So it's giving a lot of energy to uh, vegetative growth so something with a little higher phosphorus is good yeah and then also uh, as much sun as you can get them mm-hmm. okay well i appreciate it i'll give them one more year 
Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Okay, Jeanette, thanks for your call this morning. You're listening to Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens. 356-9397 is the number, 356-9397. Are we done with fairy gardening, or did anyone have another comment there? Um. (laughs) Well, I I I think it's a great thing to do the smaller ones to get started, especially if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And something little for for a young person to get involved in. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and to learn how to take care of plants Yeah, and kind of a, a starting point yeah. um, to get a, a small person into gardening. Yeah. A young person, A young I person, guess. small person, young person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we know but, what yeah, you there's meant. all kinds of fun little um, fairy garden pieces that we carry, so... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Every time I walk down that aisle, it's like, isn't that adorable? And things for boys, too. Like oh, we for had sure. dragons and, you know, little little fairies that are boys. So it's not yeah. just for girls. There's there's something for everybody. It's so. absolutely true. Well, and then also there's all the seasonal accessories. Mm-hmm. So you can keep it going, you know, spring, fall. There's going to be Halloween things. Every holiday are has, almost a, has a almost coming thing, up yeah. right now. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, you can just, like, switch out one piece, and it's a whole new whole new garden that's exactly right you know there was another one there in addition to the bird bath there was an old wagon which i thought was you know it was obviously bigger than the bird bath by a bit but you could move that so easily if if the lighting wasn't quite right or Mm -hmm. you know um so i don't know as a as a hobby um i know tamara has done much much more of this than i ever have in fact i'm not sure i ever have um but I sure do like looking at the results that other people have been able to get with this tiny space. It's yeah. just, you know. Ta- Tamara's really been into the fairy gardening thing, and I think that um, she has, that's developed her appreciation for gardening. Mm-hmm. It, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's helped me learn on a smaller scale. And now that I've moved on up in size in yard, I can kind of play around on a grander scale. She's now. just telling me yeah. this morning, Ed, how she got her fingernails dirty yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Well, we- you were here in the garden. last week, but that was one of the uh, you know the sure signs that you're a gardener. <laughs> your dirty fingernails. <laughs> that was required. Yeah. So, welcome aboard. Thank you very much. I'm proud yeah. to join the club. <laughs> the. Uh, Prairie Gardens Yard Sale continues, um, which means 71% off a lot of things. Um, Up to, you, yeah. On the website, again, if you go there and look at patio furniture, there's a terrific selection and some really neat stuff. And uh, I don't know, that can't possibly be 71% off, can it? No. Well, it's it's up to seventy one percent. So anywhere between fifty to seventy one percent, and it all depends on what it is, and you know, it's just a just it's kind of fun because you just kind of poke around and find and, things. And what's worse is they add to it every day. Well, so every yeah. day I come in and I'm looking. It's like, oh my gosh! Wait, that wasn't ass. here yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. If you're considering, if you need, you know, some outdoor furniture. Uh, really, just go to the website, the Prairie Gardens website, and take a look at what's there. This is a great selection, and what a, a deal on a price right now you could get. So yeah, there's several pieces that are on sale. We've got we still got a great selection of things that aren't are not on sale. But uh, gosh, if you want to get some um, nice pieces that that are uh, on sale, there's a there's a few here. Absolutely. 
Yep. And okay. and the ones that are just kind of our everyday low sale price, we have a great selection of things left. Um, fire pits, dining oh, tables. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of options. And you can do a fire pit with chairs around it, like a little seating yeah. area, which is cool. So just just like Jeanette was saying, you got to start thinking ahead. You know, mm -hmm. she wants to do her systemic. Start thinking about that, those lovely, cool, late fall summer, nights. early fall yeah. nights, having a fire pit. Mm -hmm. Oh, how nice Just is that? enough mm -hmm. enough to uh, take the edge take off the Take the edge air. off, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. So do take you know, a look It's at a good that. thing to do in the summer, too. Uh, it helps keep mosquitoes bug away. Bug control. Oh. Yeah. We did that last true. night, actually. Yeah. Bug yeah. control. Did you? Absolutely, yep. yeah. <laughs> awesome. The fire. How fun. There, were, there were two other things yeah. with the yard sale that really caught my eye. One of them was some trees are half off. And I don't know exactly what that includes, but if you're going to plant a tree, um, I mean, you, you should have done it probably in the fall, but at 50% off, I'd be buying some trees. Um, so. Oh, we have, we have fruit trees that are 50 or 60, John? 50. 50. And, and I'll tell you what, Ed... It isn't just in the fall that you plant trees. It's almost any time of year when you can find a, a tree in a, in a container mm -hmm. and that's already been you know out of the ground. Fall, there are some things that prefer to be planted in the fall, but uh, by and large, if it's already dug in a container or bald and burlapped, you can plant them any time. Just keep up with the water. Yeah, I mean, I'm I've been planting all summer. You know, even. When it was 95 degrees, I'm, I was out Okay, But, you know, yeah, if you find it and you want it, it's, it's it. put it in the ground. Absolutely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be better in the ground uh, than in that container sitting Absolutely. there waiting oh, until, course, yeah. you know, September. And, and our ornamental trees are on sale? Ornamental trees and uh, shade trees, 30% uh, yeah. off. Uh, we've got... We still have some cool uh, lilac trees. Oh, yes, uh, we do. I believe those really? are up to, yeah. up to 50, 60% off. We, we uh, have a, so uh, several those shops are some that are bargains that I just I looked at uh, last night and I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, wow, you can really get a nice summary on the, on the website if you're, if you're interested. And boy, uh, good prices on trees, those, don't, those aren't always available. So. And, and that's right. And you know, Ed, I just was talking to some customers a couple of days ago, and they were redoing a whole bed in one, uh, several parts of their, their yard, and they needed a lot of plants. Uh, and you know what? We've got a lot of plants, sh perennials and trees and shrubs marked down. We have enough of those marked down that you could load up on a lot of really cool things for a garden now at half price. Mm -hmm. That's yep. a bargain. Mm -hmm. It is. Definitely. Yeah, it really helps. Yes, it does. All right. Um, and... Uh, Sorry, we have a raft of questions, as usual, from um, from listeners. Here's one more thing. In today's Gazette, uh, Carrie, is Carrie Houle, her last name is H-O-U-L-E, so Carrie, I'm sorry if I've gotten that wrong. But um, she has an article in there in the living section called Dangerously Pretty. And uh, it deals with, you know, if you have a pet, uh, the, you know, that's information you should have. Um, so that's in today's Gazette. So you might want to take a look at that if you're if you have plants in the house, especially. As as a, a homeowner and a plant owner and a pet owner, nice. you need to be aware of what plants are poisonous to your animals, and some things that are poisonous to cats are not poisonous to dogs, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of placement in the home so that the animals aren't in them. So, yeah, it's important to know that when you own a pet. 
and a garden. The, there was a picture accompanying the uh, the headline for the story, and I don't, I didn't recognize. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I didn't recognize the plant, but it was a beautiful flower. It was a lilium, you, Ed. Lilium. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Really pretty. Those are the most dangerous. Okay. Yes. So anyway, if you have a pet. And you have some plants, you know, in, especially as we say in the house. Uh, that's probably worth a, a read. Um, three five six nine three nine seven. Coffee with the plant experts live from Prairie Gardens. Here's a note from a listener in Philo. He says, and this wasn't the only question related to this subject, but he he was more uh, colorful. Uh, he says he's let dandelions get out of hand. He wants to kill them all today. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, which, Ed, which was did, you know not confusing at all. Did, did you recommend your blowtorch or what? Uh, well, <laughs> I have to say it crossed my mind, but you know when he says let it get out of hand, that could mean a hundred or who knows what. So yeah, for sure. Well, so uh, and he isn't the only one, of course. If you haven't dealt with the dandelions along the way, or you didn't get some pre-emergent on them, you're you're probably having a real nice crop right now. Uh, what could yeah, be done? Just make sure to mow the heads off. Oh, for sure. Don't let them bloom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well at this time of year, you're, you're going to use a, a, a liquid application uh, to okay. them. Yeah. So you're going to spray it on, John? You're going to spray it, yeah. I actually had a customer in yesterday that was looking for a weed killer, and she was applying it with an eyedropper. Oh, that's like my dad oh, used to do. Your dad really? used to do that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My mom doesn't use an eyedropper, but she does go out and pick them all and then hand spray each wow. each one. But wow. I, wow. I'm I, not that I dedicated. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I like well, some I, kind I, of a granular that I can spread easily. Forget it, right? Well, I, yeah. At this time of year, you can reach critical mass. You know, they, they have, they're really out in force, and uh, our, our listener, uh, you know, has had enough. So, oh, yeah, totally. Mm. So I can understand that. Spraying is the deal then, uh, John? Yep. Yep. And that was for dandelions, yeah. crabgrass, mm-hmm. everything? Anything. Anything. They, yep. they, weeds love this weather. Love it, love it, love it. Yep. What about, is there anything organic, though? Like, we have rabbits in our yard, and we really enjoy them. And oh. we don't want them oh. to get sick. Say, would you have room for more? <laughs> you know what that tells me? You know what that tells me? You, you're, not growing any, you're not growing any vegetables out there. Is that what, that's what that tells me. Not yet. <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> oh, dear. This. So we do have some organic products that work on some things. Yes. N- not everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. There, uh, there is the, the corn gluten, which is a... Which is uh, pre-emergent. Pre-emergent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. But not on existing things. Gotcha. We'll be back with more Coffee with the Plant Experts right after this. This week, you will love the biggest summer yard sale ever at Prairie Gardens. Select photo frames, wall frames, photo albums, and even custom frame moldings. You won't find our quality for less with savings up to 80% exclusively at Prairie Gardens. This week, you will love the biggest summer yard sale ever at Prairie Gardens. Select home decor, lamps, tabletop decor, furniture, and candles up to 71% off. You don't want to miss this yard sale exclusively at Prairie Gardens. 
You've been listening, or you are listening, to Coffee with Applied Experts live from Prairie Gardens. Join the conversation, 356-9397. We've talked a little bit about dandelions. Uh, Someone else was concerned about some kind of a deer deterrent, and I don't don't know what that would be. Um, He had read that Cleome, that deer didn't like that, but that's an early bloomer, and I don't would think would be effective very long. And he, this person apparently lives in the country again. Um, have any ideas? I mean, short of a fence, an electrified fence, I, I don't know how you keep the deer out of anything they really want to get to. Yeah, it's a real issue. Can you it get, is. like, wolf urine or something? Something to scare them well, away? Well, it's, you know, they, they make uh, repellents, obviously. Um, and I think that you have to be determined and use it Absolutely. and then you also need to to switch it up occasionally switch the area where you're putting it but change the product the product oh yeah. okay so you don't just get also used rainfall to it. undoes that the uh, job yeah. i mean right absolutely good, good point ed yeah and you know there's all kinds of scenarios about uh uh hanging soap Irish Spring soap and Irish net, spring. Oh, net I remember. bags. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, there's all kinds of, of things. Uh, and they might work? For a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One day I better than that. There you go. You know, uh, <laughs> I've seen a couple of people that live out by me in some wooded areas. They have, uh, it's a really fine mesh uh, black uh, material. It's, and they've netted part of their property oh. uh, kind of back in the woods a little bit uh, where the where the deer have a path yeah because they're creatures they have it just it like anything else their, their mm-hmm. path yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it's kind so, of interesting well, is this some kind of a plastic uh, it, it's uh, like a it's like uh it almost looks like, like the bird the bird netting yeah. almost is oh, what it okay. looks like yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so how tall would that have to be to be oh it, it's they have it like eight feet okay so they can't jump that yeah well, probably if they wanted to, they could. Yeah, probably. But I think it's okay. just if they yeah. if they push against it, you know, it just they move on down the line. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a, something to make them go a different path. <laughs> so yeah. they just go pretty around much. it. Go to someone yeah. else's <laughs> yard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They they have their 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 certain pathways that they that they use. Sure. Absolutely. Just like it, rabbits. If you're an individual yeah. homeowner, um, it you know keeping them out of just your space. It can be difficult. Uh, I've seen, you know, commercial applications where you have significant water that blocks them from leaving a certain area. But the homeowner can't, you know, say, I'm sorry, you're going to have to take your house down. I'm building a moat. Um, <laughs> and even, even then, I don't do deer swim. I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know think either. They, I don't know. I'm not Cindy, sure. Cindy, good morning. That. Do you know if deer swim? <laughs> I have no idea. Thanks, okay. <laughs> Thanks Cindy. You're, you're right at home here. <laughs> what, what can we do for you, Cindy? Well, I purchased some strawberry plants out at Prairie Gardens, and they're in containers, and they're doing great. I just want to know is this something come winter, they'll be okay in those containers if I leave them out? You know, it it probably not if it's a small container. Did you put them in a strawberry jar or something like that, or no. just left them in the plastic containers they were in? Yeah, uh, I I it's probably about twelve inch diameter uh, in the container. I got you. That probably not outdoors uh, unless you mulch it 
all up around the all around the pot to protect the root system and then maybe up over the plant a little bit. You could probably get away with that. Okay. Yeah, but, I would agree with that. I think or, I think, or even taking them to a non-heated garage. Sure, maybe? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heated non-heated garage or yeah. building. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think I agree with Marianne that uh, or if you could if you want to keep it outdoors, uh, put it in uh, a protected area, maybe like in the corner where your yeah. house comes together, yeah. and then and then do that mulch thing around yeah. around the entire pot and over it. Okay, gives me several options. Awesome, yeah. good. Enjoy your show. Oh, thank you, Cindy, thank you. and uh, good luck with the project. Okay. Yeah, Bye. that's right. kind of fun to have those ever-bearing strawberries. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was just look. There's a, some still some pots out in the Cravo, yeah. and I was looking at them the other day, and there's just there's ripe strawberries. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it, it's just so Pick tempting. One off and it's eat it. so <laughs> tempting. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, that's like eating the product, though. I guess it's something like that. Yeah. Mommer. Oh, look, there's chocolate. I think I'll just try it. <laughs> no, I guess That'd not. Be rough. Okay. Yeah. There was a, another. Uh, I'm going to segue here to raspberries. Um, listener wrote uh, has read about people using you know trellises, maybe two foot high, two feet high. Oh. Um, as a as a method for growing raspberries um and uh, his question was is it worth the trouble i I don't really think that you (laughs) that you necessarily need to trellis uh, raspberries that much yeah they're they're upright they kind of upright and 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 they're they're really big so you really have to plan your space in the first place Mm. but if they start growing over in a walkway or something like that, you know, a two, a two foot trellis isn't going to control much. Really. If you're going to put up some kind of a, a containment, it would probably have to be at least three or four feet tall, mm-hmm. you know, just to hold the branches up. Okay, so the answer to this is probably no, it's not worth probably it. Probably not worth it, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, my dad had a nice raspberry patch, and um, nice. they were oh, they were perfectly placed as well. Uh, but it got so thick that getting in there to get the, you know, naturally the best ones were in the middle. Of course they <laughs> so, were. And then you had to get to them. But anyway, uh, okay, so don't fool with the trellis, I guess, unless you have some other reason. Yeah, and uh, if you're if you're really adamant about, you know, fruit production, which <laughs> the reason that you plant them, right. uh, you know, it's good to research about, about the pruning methods to, to keep them healthy, so... That's right. really essential. You wouldn't actually. you wouldn't have as much trouble, you know, if you let them go and get out of hand. You would have a much easier time harvesting. Which okay. reminds me, Ed, we have a whole bunch of small fruit uh, uh, on sale, also fifty percent off uh, raspberries and grapes and uh, goji berries and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. So if you need to start that that fruit bed. Tamara. Tamara. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got them at 50% <laughs> off. I'll tell you. It's a, and there would be still time enough for the root system to establish before oh, winter yeah. came? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, that takes me right into a listener question. Um, uh, she says, I've heard you talk frequently about growing uh, tomatoes in containers, and I think, Marianne, that may have been directed at you. Okay. Uh, she wanted to branch out a little bit and because she's in a condo. So she's, uh-huh. you know, she can have pots, but that not, not much more than that. So she wondered what other vegetables could be successfully grown in pots, aside from the obvious tomatoes. Well, I, I grow 
anything I want to in a container. <laughs> so there. Well, how I, big are these containers you're working well, with, Mary? Well, they're not they're not small. I mean, most of my pots are at least 24 inch. But I did. I have one really tall one that's probably only about 12 inches across at the top. Mm-hmm. So I I put a small pot. So yeah, it's probably about a 12 inch pot, which is a not not big pot. But I have a um, not a poblano pepper. Um, well, I, I can't remember what kind of pepper it is, but it, it has a, a pepper plant in it. Um, it has a, a, a One potato One of the things vine. that I've done, too, in containers are these little, they're called fairy tale eggplants. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're a beautiful, I mean, the bloom is purple and pretty. The eggplants are purple. Um, I would say they're maybe a three-inch fruit or sure, four-inch. Right. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. do really well in a container as yes. well as a smaller plant. Um, and peppers. Peppers are yeah. good too, and, and pretty as a exactly. accent plant too. I, absolutely, I, I always, I always grow herbs in containers. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's real successful uh, in the spring. Uh, all types of your lettuce and spinach, you know, that's terrific. Uh, and, and you'll have that up until it starts to get hot. You know, if you keep harvesting it. So and now that, and now with fall coming, we can also. We'll be able to plant those again, won't sure. we? Get yeah. another Absolutely. crop in. Yeah, get the cool weather crops in. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, Ed, there's there's no reason you couldn't do things like onions and carrots and uh, which would be really great because the root crops need that nice loose soil and a container would have that really well. Mm-hmm. Nice loose soil. So they would probably okay. develop really well. Radishes, any of those anything. Absolutely anything. I had thought of carrots and wondered could I mean how big a pot would you need to have carrots? Of course, they're all going to come due or be be ready to be pulled at about the same time. At anyway. the same time, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, a ten or twelve, fourteen inch pot would be just fine. At that's least, not an yeah. abnormal size pot. Yeah. Well, and I think it depends on the variety too. Well, that's true. Carrot, absolutely. You know, some are big, some are small. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and and you certainly can grow potatoes successfully in containers. Oh, they love that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely yeah. love it. Okay, okay. So, so there's room to expand there. Um, she likes the idea, obviously, of, of, of having some fresh uh, stuff, but she's in a situation where she can't, you know, she doesn't have a 12-foot square to work with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, Ed, there's even a, a, a grape vine that's, uh, I guess for lack of, of, of terms, miniature. It's just a short-growing vine that's made for containers specifically. It's like it's like the um, cool. the blueberries that I, I talk about every once in a while that I yeah. put into a container, the uh, peach sorbet, which is mm-hmm. I bought it because it was it was just pretty. I I love the color of the new growth, and the birds love it. So you know it's great. But there's a lot of things like that are that are being developed for container gardening or small space gardening, mm-hmm. just all the way across the board. Ornamental, edible, you name it. Good. Because, I mean, I've known people who lived uh, in Chicago on the 14th floor, and they managed pretty well, actually, considering their limitations sure. in, in having, you know, reasonable some flowers, but also tomatoes, and I'm not sure what all else they had going up there. Sure. But it was, it was pretty cool. cool. All right. Um, we'll take a break now and come back with uh, more listener questions. This is Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Garden, 356-9397. See you on the other side. This week, you will love the biggest summer yard sale ever at Prairie Gardens. You'll find select garden decor and plants up to 71% off. You don't want to miss this summer garden yard sale exclusively at Prairie Gardens. This week, you will love the biggest summer yard sale ever at Prairie Gardens. You'll find select florals, wreaths, and arrangements, silk stems, 
plus handmade floral designs up to 71% off. You don't want to miss this yard sale exclusively at Prairie Gardens. All right, we're back. Uh, Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens. Uh, There's another uh, vegetable question, which let me work in now. Um, The listener wrote, how successfully will sweet potatoes do in Zone 5? Has Mm. been growing tomatoes and peppers and wants to branch out. Now, this is no pun intended. This um, person is an experienced gardener but has not grown that many vegetables. But And just was, was carrots, I guess, are fine, but he wondered about sweet potato. Quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quite well. Yes. They, uh, they, they don't like cold weather. Uh, normally, we sell potatoes as little sweet potatoes as slips, little, little plants. Um, they come normally sometimes almost May 1st or yeah. between 1st and 2nd week of May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they usually trickle in. You know, we'll get a couple shipments of them. Um, it all depends on the weather, of course, where they're where they're picking them for us to sell. Did you um, hear what she just said? <laughs> it just, it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's uh, it's Megan, May, you're hanging May. out too much with Marianne. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it all yeah, depends. Yeah, it, just, it just does. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like John said. It it really depends on the weather, and and it is just really into this well into the season so okay they do good here hey right. ed real quick i want to yeah. talk about a radio special we have going on today excellent um we're going to do some blue label perennials they're regular 14.99 to 19.99 we're going to do those for 50 percent off today until noon nice we have some coreopsis and cone flowers which right now are just gorgeous the oh, cone flowers are blooming and yeah really beautiful lots of color varieties and, and they're all sitting out on our patio and then they're they're in bright blue pots so you can't miss them so 50 percent off till noon okay and um megan what what were some of the plants included in that if somebody missed that they are coreopsis and cone flowers okay half off and half yeah. off you had yeah. to say you heard it on the radio yeah instant garden Totally. Instant color. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that and would that, be a great price. Jeez. It is a great price. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. I love See, it. See what happens when you got the store when you, manager When you get on. a new boss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. <laughs> and, Ed, speaking of instant color and instant garden, we got in some hydrangeas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh is right. Are those the limelights? Those are the limelights. I'm oh, looking at them. Yep. My gosh. <laughs> they are just gorgeous. I, I had uh, actually a customer yesterday. We, we stood there and looked at them and said, gee, I don't know which one I'd take. These are just <laughs> stunning. But they're, how much are they today? They're number five pot, which is a pretty good size pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty nine ninety seven. they're on sale. Wow. Uh, you know, just in full bloom, uh, if you talk about instant gratification. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. They, if you put them in the ground, they've got to be... Four feet tall? Yeah. In the well, ground. they have this beautiful yeah. wow. creamy white uh, sort of pyramidal somewhat um, shape. Called a panicle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. Paniculatus. They're really beautiful. And a clump of them makes a real statement. Uh, they are and, just and they gorgeous. reward you year after year after year. Um, and Ed, with that same shipment. What, what's nice, uh, I'm sorry, Marianne. No, go ahead. What's nice about the limelight is it can tolerate full sun, which is fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's hydrangeas that don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I these had are fine some of those it. on yeah. the east side of the house. Yeah. And yep. they, they got that nice morning sun. And then by twelve thirty, one o'clock, they were in shade. But they liked that. They were. Oh, yeah. They did mm-hmm. well. Oh, for sure. Okay. So. Absolutely. So, so then, Marianne's so going to tell us about something else. We got in hi- hibiscus trees, the tree form of the Rose of Sharon. Yes. They, they're <laughs> easily they're gorgeous. seven to eight feet tall. Yes. Wow. Right. And they're in probably 15-gallon pots. Yes. Or 12. How much are they, Marianne? Do you know off the top of your head? Today, uh-huh. they are... Ninety nine ninety seven. What wow. a deal! Oh wow, they have beautiful color too. Oh and my height, gosh! If you're looking for some height in a perennial bed that you've got or something, mm-hmm. I mean that would be perfect. It's the, beautiful. You know, it's ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine dollars sounds like a lot of money, but this is a tree, no. <laughs> which is going. You need to, to come check them out. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just they're too much. They're well trees. worth that price. The one is the variegated foliage, which is really oh, cool. Oh, that is really it's cool. Green with the creamy white edge. Yep. Yeah. $99. That's just incredible. They're regular 150 uh-huh. 159 or something like that. Yeah. So they're they're a really good deal right now. Yeah, they grow and make a statement. They're yes, no they do. This is the tree form. Uh we have we've we have the shrub form also and a lot of people love those, but this is the tree form which we which is a little more difficult to get a hold of. But we've got them today. Okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful plant and uh Dig the hole and put it in. Just take a little bit of care of it, and you'll have a, a gem for years and years and years. Water, water, water. Well, and it's something that, that blooms a little bit later this time of year as opposed to well, there's nothing else. You know, everything yeah. that so many things bloom in the spring, early spring. And mm-hmm. this exactly. way you've got your hydrangeas and your hibiscus to take you through. It's, it's terrific. Through yeah. the end of the summer, practically. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they okay. love that hot, hot weather. Uh, there were two questions the same. And it was, can I prune trees now? Uh, the one guy said, one listener said, um, no, he couldn't. When they got the leaves all off, and unfortunately he didn't say which, what kind of trees these are, but then he couldn't, you know, he could see branches, but he lost track of kind of the shape and what he actually wanted to do. Now they're leafed out, of course. Now he knows exactly what he wants to do and wonders, you know, how much could he do at this time of year without hurting the tree? And I, I, like I said, I don't know how big the tree is, and I don't know what kind of tree it is. So I don't know if that has an answer. Yeah. I know what you would say. <laughs> it just, it just depends. depends. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you, everybody. Saw <laughs> that coming. All together now. <laughs> well, there are trees that absolutely should not be pruned. Um, the ones that have a lot of sap flowing, because when you cut off um, a branch that is alive, is just in the way, then the sap's going to run. That's going to attract pathogens and bugs. Oh. Um, so it's sometimes not a good idea. Um, there's there's a, a number of reasons not to prune this time of year. They usually it's usually recommended that you prune when things are dormant yep. in the winter time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then along that, there's a caveat that usually goes along with that that says, or whenever you have the pruners in your hand. So that's that's yeah. the the thesis that I follow because if I have my pruners with me, I'm going to prune it. Um, I, you just have to be really careful. Oak trees will will they call it bleeding, but it's a sap that mm. uh, could could attract pathogens that might be unfortunate and. 
Um, but you know what would be really a cool thing to do is take photographs of your tree now while it's in leaf so you get an idea of oh, what it is idea. you want to do. Yeah. yeah, and and I always say that that's a great way to keep track of your garden anyway is just keep that, that uh, digital camera handy mm-hmm. or something. But uh, you know, that's then a in really the win- good idea. In the wintertime, he can go out and stand in exactly the same spot that he took the picture, and you know, look at it, look at the photograph, and say, "Oh yeah, that lamb, yeah." Yeah, and oh, and yeah. certainly he could go in and uh, you know mark those, you know, just tie a, a piece idea. of string or or whatever around the ones that he might want to take out. Yeah, uh, especially if it's a you know a bigger tree that I wouldn't want to prune right now. But exactly. But uh, I don't think it's harmful to do a little bit of light pruning on some smaller branches yeah mm-hmm. that's but why i, I that's wouldn't want to go in and take a big bunch of uh, big things out exactly I, I i keep my pruners with me all the time when i'm outside i'm yeah. i seriously do do i never i would never do heavy pruning now on on, on much of anything <laughs> sure. but i just got a picture a mental picture of you you know sort of like a uh, 18th century cowboy 19th century cowboy second half of that century you know, you've got the uh, pruners strapped on one side of a leather belt and a pair of loppers on the other side. <laughs> and over your shoulder, you have a... Yeah. Thank you, Tamara. Over your shoulder, you have a, uh, yeah. a, a flamethrower. Uh, uh, I've got, got that to draw the line somewhere, Ed. I'm sorry, I a flamethrower. <laughs> mental picture didn't seem entirely wrong. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And tell me about this tool that is on a stick, but it's like a chainsaw, a chainsaw on a stick so that you can hmm. get up and get tree limbs. I looked for My one of My neighbor th- had one <laughs> yesterday. I, look, oh, I looked for I one of that. those. I, I w- the weight of it was really the issue for me, but I looked yes. for one of those okay, for a I long time. That. So, yeah, they're, those are pretty handy. Cool. But still, you got to be careful. Oh, right. Because yeah, if, you, oh, if you lose touch you get out of the way. On a stick. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. on a stick. <laughs> well, uh, here's another uh, uh, question. We're burning up our 45 minutes pretty fast but um uh, listener again uh, someone living out in the country is an old barn falling down and uh, he thought of tearing it down and then he thought maybe Save the wood well yeah uh his, he was his question was to you uh what about unleashing this uh, sweet autumn clematis that we talk about which is very vigorous uh, 20 feet in a year is not uh, impossible. Uh, he, he wondered, you know, that would be spectacular after the plant really got, you know, o- covering it. And wondered what you thought. Oh, I, I I love that plant if if it's in the right place. Mm-hmm. Cut. Well, I don't understand covering the barn or covering where the barn used to be because he's taking covering it down. the barn because he doesn't want to mess with tearing it down oh i see okay <laughs> what a wow great, what a great what a great trellis <laughs> yeah. yeah and what it, you know after a time that stuff well, once it's going you know that that will grow really fast yeah uh, well. another thing would be really cool would be the climbing hydrangea because it gets really vigorous and i could see that with with all that wood, the old that be wood, pretty? it'd be yeah. really cool. Mm. But know. that likes a little more shade, little so more you'd, shade, you'd have yeah. to do it on the north side or the east side of the building. Yeah. But how cool would that be? I think that'd be neat. <laughs> well, I, at first uh, I heard somebody say, save the lumber, which of course you would. But I did. Save yeah. the wood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I, I think he just wants it to go away, you know, and without him. <laughs> well, without the Clematis would make it go away. <laughs> <Turn it out. laughs> All right, you've been listening to Coffee with the Plant Experts live from Prairie Gardens. Jeanette and Cindy, thanks for your calls this morning. We'll see you next week.
This has been Coffee with the Plant Experts, live from Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, Megan Reynolds, and Don Weisgarver. Along with our host, Ed Kelly, I'm Tamara McDaniel, sending out a special thanks to our executive producer, Jim Lewis. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS. And remember that I Belong members here at Prairie Gardens get an extra 10% off on Tuesdays. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone.